aka Patters. Welcome to episode 430. I'm your host, Peter A. DeLuca, and this is aka Pad Audio Audacity. This is the podcast that brings to you myself, the pop culture pope, the eclectic one, the world sketchbook champion, Spicy Taco himself. We we just use this technology so I can talk into your ear about movies. And this is our annual event. This is Friends Giving. No, this is Thanks Flicking. This is where I celebrate the movies that mean the most to me. And a lot of times, you know, like they're for different reasons. And, and mostly they're for my, right? They're for my reasons. This movie, I love the idea that this movie literally killed a franchise because... We should have a Flash Gordon movie like at least once every 10 years. We should be X3 more movies into the Flash Gordon lineage. This movie literally chopped the franchise. The idea of... Now, it could be the rights are not exclusive. They're available, you know, in the public domain after, I think, 90 years. You know, like, there's a lot of technicalities but just like our latest movie, we have Dino De Laurentiis. And I was going to do a Dino block because I was really wanting to do Conan the Barbarian. Our next movie will be Top Gun, by the way. We're just going to do an 80s. After Top Gun, we're going to do Rocky Four. But Thanks Flicking is just about ideas and memories and reflections of some of these movies. And the biggest thing I loved the most about this movie was that as I got older, just people endlessly trashed it. And growing up, my sister and I I loved this movie. My father and us, my mother and us, we all loved this movie. Watched it on, we taped it off of like HBO. We watched it a ton. And then the more I I watched this movie, I was just watching, literally watching it like 10 minutes ago. Dr. Zarkov. He's getting his mind, we'll we'll tell you a little bit about the the movie. And the plot of Flash Gordon is, it's, it's like, a football quarterback gets sent to an alien world and he conquers it. End of plot. But he's with this doctor, Dr. Zarkov, that goes back to the original comic strip. And he's getting his mind erased. And he pretty much like fakes it. Okay? And he's able to like break this conditioning because he's filled his mind up with so many things in life. And I remember like using this. Like, when I was growing up, because I had such a chip on my shoulder. And this, is, it gave me, like, a recall of my discipline with reading and my love of reading really came from this movie and that scene. The idea of filling my head up with so much stuff, so much knowledge, that I couldn't be broken. I could not be conditioned by someone who thought they were more powerful than me. And I had revelation. That's why I'm so excited just talking about this. And then along the way, okay, we've had this uh, comic book illustrator, greatest cover artist in comic book history, Alex Ross. Uh, he started doing some of these paintings for Wizard Magazine. And his his love, his, his company logo all came from this Flash Gordon movie. And that really solidified it in the deep culture of geekdom. This is Way back before the internet completely destroyed geekdom, as we mentioned in episode 429. We go into a little bit of that there. And then with Alex Ross, we get this appreciation of the colors, the set design, the feeling, the attitude, and a little bit of the intent of this movie, which is 
Say it with me. F-U-N. Flash Gordon is a fun movie. It's designed to be fun. And it gives us a little bit of these uh, marketing, like the marketing and, and the positioning that would lead into movies like Batman 89, like Dick Tracy, uh, even Armageddon to where everything was supposed to have like come together within the, um, the media reach of the movie. Music, uh, we want a new star, we want merchandise, we want all of these things. We want Saturday morning cartoons, like let's keep it going. We'll never turn off that faucet. So back in the day, you would have to kind of, you would have to have maybe even, maybe two years of production, um, you know, to lead into some of these product rollouts. I mean, like just shipping alone is going to be a, a, a few months. So... This movie, it's almost like it's so much like Dune to where it was positioned to be the next big thing. And and we have, um, I always forget his name, but the guy that, that stars, that plays Flash Gordon. Also, uh, he's like a security expert. There, there's a doc, Sam Jones. There's a documentary on Sam Jones who plays Flash Gordon in this movie. But you can see by watching this movie and you can see by watching Dune 1984 that they're like, Kyle McLaughlin as Paul Atreides same Jones as The Flash. You see it. You see where it's like, these are our guys. This is our next big thing. These guys are going to take over Hollywood. They're going to do all of this stuff. This is the next century of leading men. And right now, we're in an age where that's gone. It's like property over the um, the creators almost. The people who would portray these characters. It's Wolverine first. It doesn't matter who plays Wolverine. It's Iron Man first. It doesn't really matter who plays Iron Man. I know people act like it does. But it doesn't at this point. Especially when we have our biggest IP of our time. Batman uh, and Spider-Man. Like interchangeable. Interchangeable. So this movie is just this onslaught of of music and color and acting, underacting, overacting, with a plot, without a plot. It's crazy. It's fun. It fires my imagination every single time. It does get me excited. And the longer I lived, the more I appreciated the music from Queen. Queen and even Toto in Dune 1984, these two movies have the most underrated, underappreciated, um, progressive, looking for the future, delivering something new, music scores in Hollywood history. I There's very few movies that I can name that are as effective and creative and electric as these two movies, but Flash Gordon and Queen is um, so, it's so there, especially... The, the non-music like video, like the, the, the non-lyrical parts. I'm talking about the straight-up instruments. It's there. It's there in uh, beyond measure. But And it's great to kind of see that this movie, even Ted, that teddy bear movie with Mark Wahlberg, directed by the, um, you know, the, the Seth MacFarlane, this movie has had a second generation it has it's had a revival it's it's now there it's now appreciated it's now loved this is the same argument i made with the eternals episode a few episodes ago where eternals right now is raked through the coals 
But movies like The Eternals, movies like Dune 84, movies like this do not die for a very specific reason. And shout, shout out to my sis who just met Sam Jones. She posted this uh, most awesome picture on Facebook uh, with, with him. But so everyone, go watch this movie. Have some fun. And thanks flicking. <laughs>